Hey, welcome to the Carol Remarks Podcast. My name is Carol, and this is where I host my remarks on glamour, pop culture, and front page news. Let's get right to it. Hello and good morning. Happy Sunday. Good morning, everyone. All right, here we are having coffee. I have a couple of topics. I don't know which one to go for first, but I guess, okay, I'm going to make a statement and I want you to react. Okay. Chess is stupid. <laughs> uh, it can be, but I also think it's a, a very complex. It's hard to learn. It's it is easy. complex, but and I don't understand the point of it. I don't understand. I just it's silly. I don't understand. It's it's I don't understand. <laughs> well, it's it's one of those games that takes a lot of learning, a lot of practice, and a lot of patience. Well, yeah, I understand all that. I guess I don't understand the purpose of it. I don't, un- I don't know. Ooh, the purpose <sighs> the, is to just the way the movements are, and then some of it, the predictability of it in the beginning, and then uh, I don't know. There's you got to think like four or five moves ahead, and mm-hmm. who does that? People who play chess. Well, it's stupid. Okay. I don't understand the point of it, especially like doing check and checkmate. Why is it called check and checkmate? That is so dumb. I don't understand it. <laughs> and, and and stalemate. Oh, I forgot about that one. That's yeah, a real thing, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Chess is stupid. Well, that's all you're going to say about it? Well, I mean, I, I can go on and start explaining what check is and checkmate and stalemate and all that well, stuff. Well, that's what I want you to do. All right. Uh you know, the, ho- the whole object of the game is checkmate. So we'll start with checkmate. Checkmate is when your your king is under attack and there's, a, there's no way to move out of that attack or to block that attack. It's checkmate. Uh, before that comes check, if there is a, a possibility, when your, your king is under attack by another piece, so by opponent's piece, but you can move out of it or block it. Stalemate is when... Your king has, when your king has no move, and it's the only piece on the board that you can move is your king, but it is not being checked, and it has nowhere it can go. If it moves, it's going to be in check. Then it's a stalemate, and the game becomes a tie. wouldn't that be checkmate? No, because your piece is not directly under attack. Meaning there's not a piece, you're, there's not a piece on the board that is a, can, can take my king. And it's my move, but so, my king has nowhere to move. Therefore, it's a stalemate because you can't, on your next move, you can't, you can't take my king. Well, that's the same thing with the checkmate. Nope. Checkmate, you have a piece, one of your pieces is threatening to take me. See, that's what I'm saying. I don't understand. Okay. Stalemate is the same thing to me then. No, because... If you can't move out of any... If you can't move my, out of harm's way... But my king is not directly under attack. Stalemate is when the only move on the board I would have... only piece on the board that I can move is my king, but is not under direct attack. It cannot be taken by one of your pieces. It is in a square that is not under attack. But all the other squares around me that I could move my king to, since it's my move, I cannot occupy because your pieces are under attack on those on those squares. 
Therefore, I can't move. Therefore, it's stalemate. That, to me, is the same thing as checkmate. Checkmate is when you move a piece into position that is that can take my king on the next on the next move but i have no place to move it from that attack that is checkmate the difference between checkmate and stalemate is that in checkmate you have my piece under attack with your next move which can take my king in stalemate you do not have my piece under attack, but I have no place I can move it. <laughs> that to me is the same thing. Well, it's not. So therefore, <laughs> I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't get it. That to me is the same well, thing. I, I showed it to you on the board. We're gonna have to show it to me again. I'll show it to you again. Okay. Show it to me again because I don't get it. Because that it, that it, if it, you it, can't it, move, okay. I guess I'm getting confused with saying your king and my king. Mm -hmm. So let's use one one way of speaking. Okay. So let's say you're. T I have the king, and you're you're the attacker. Okay, and I'm, I'm the defender. Okay, you have no other pieces on the board. I, except I just have the king. You have no other pieces on the board except your king. Right. Okay, and you move into a position, or let's say uh, you move into a you, you 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 have no other pieces except for your king. Right. Okay, and it's your move. Right. But. My pieces don't, I don't have a piece of, none of my pieces have you in check. Okay. Okay. So I could move the way the king moves. He can move in, in any, any direction, direction, one space. Right. So that means I could move any direction in one space right. without feeling threatened. But the only problem is you're on a space that's not being attacked. Right. And if you move in any direction to another space. Right. You are moving into an attack. Into an into, a vulnerability. Into an attack. All right? In, by rule, you can't move your king into an attack. Okay. Okay? Your I piece, can't put myself in harm's way. Right. So your piece has no place it to can move. Okay. So. You are in stalemate. All right. So explain checkmate. Checkmate. Okay? I move my, my rook into a position that is attacking you it is in direct attack you are in check okay then you look around and you find that you can't move your king anywhere you're under attack my piece can take your piece but you can't move anywhere else that's checkmate the difference is in stalemate your piece was not under a direct attack and you had no place to move I hope other people out there are hearing my point of view. <laughs> oh, All right, so you. stalemate, I can't move, but, your piece but I'm not under attack. Direct, direct attack, right. <laughs> do you understand this? Do you understand where I'm coming from? When I, <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> okay, we're going to move on. Yeah, I do understand it. Yes, sweetheart. I just, okay, I, the way I see it is a stalemate, like you just said, I can't move my king, but I'm not under attack. But I still can't move my king. Checkmate, same thing. I can't move my king, but, but I'm under attack. Direct attack right? So I don't understand. You are in check. I don't understand the difference in them. If I can't move him, I can't I, move him either way. I move a piece and put you in check. Oh, but either way, though, the game is ended. It's just in how stalemate it ends. or checkmate. Yes. Okay. The game is over, but in stalemate, it's a tie. In checkmate, okay. you lose. All right. Okay, that makes sense. All right, we got that. Down. Okay. All right.
All right. Okay. Moving on. Oh gosh, I've already forgotten what else I wanted to talk about now. Hold on. It's there. It's there. It's almost there. Oh my gosh. All right. We're going to move on to this next topic. We need a side hustle. Here's this lady. She paid off $80,000 in student loans in three years with the, with this simple side hustle. You can do it too, she says. And you know what? I remember when we first got together, you mentioned something like this. So this was, Lord, 15, 12, 15 years ago when you mentioned this kind of thing. Said one man's treasure is another man's ticket to financial freedom. Clever college grad Kelsey McCula, 26, found a genius way to pay off a whopping $80,000 in student loans in just three years by buying and reselling old clothes using sites like eBay. So she prowls the Salvation Army and Goodwill and other thrift stores near her. She managed to amass a small fortune just by having an eye for vintage threads. She um, uh, she quickly went to work after a graduation in, two, in 2020, right during the pandemic, paying off her entire education by March of 2023, all while working in a local hospital as a secretary. But she soon quit that job. She, at the end, she said she decided to stick with her side hustle, quitting her day job and just dedicating herself full time to the clearly flourishing resale business. Uh, she said her main niche is clothing and shoes, specifically for women, but I do dabble in household items too. She gets paid $5,000 a month in profit. It can really depend, she said. As her business, which she runs through TikTok account. She said, my first experience reselling was when I was in middle school and I would sell discontinued mascara. Ooh, I don't know. Anyway, so she uses platforms like Poshmark and Depop and eBay, but then uses TikTok to promote it, I guess, and to share it. So she makes quite a bit of money. So much so that she left her day job to do this full time. So, what do you think about that? That's to me, it's a lot of work. But mm-hmm. I guess that's why she How quit. Old is she twenty three, twenty six, twenty six. How old am I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a I'm good just point. Saying, I'm just saying. I, I know, I know. And as I was reading it earlier, I thought, I thought, oh, that'd be kind of that'd be a good one. But then I thought, that's a lot of work. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah. Because you, after you buy it, you got to come home and take nice pictures of it. Because people, people nowadays, they like you know aesthetic. Pictures they got to be aesthetically please, aesthetically pleasing. You got to have a nice setup, probably a nice camera, a nice area with lighting to shoot it so it looks nice and pretty. Packaging, wrapping, mm-hmm. packaging, mailing. Mm-hmm. I guess you could set up a UPS account that they come, you know, do a pickup. Yeah. Do a pickup for you every day yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, anything, anything, you know, it's not like it's going to be free without labor. Right. I'm just trying to think of something for us to do. But what do you. Once I retire in 20 years. Oh. <laughs> you know, what do you do with all the stuff that you don't sell? Mm. Something will come. I mean, so, yeah, that, that's not a bad idea, but it's, I don't know if that particular ones right for us though right i'm sure there's something out well, there. well i still want to do our we'll keep po- looking. podcast and youtube video channel yeah, that, not youtube but rumble channel that's still a thought you know 
That's still a thought. You know, since you're here. Yeah. You need to look into that. Do some research. That sounds like a plan to me. Yeah, okay. He just says that to appease me. I do not. So James Bond, we watched another James Bond movie last night. Yes. Well, I forget what it's called. I can't even remember now. No, I know. It was okay. It was all right. Was it my favorite? They had, you know, I noticed last night they had a lot of references to his past life. His past life. Oh, yeah? Well, you know, like, because. I didn't catch that. His involvement with that girl and, you know. They oh, always yeah. kept saying, you know, what about, you know, were you, were you ever married, James? And then he, or no, were you ever involved? You know, you know I kept revolving back to. Huh. His relationships, and he never would, you know, let on yeah, to yeah. him. That is weird. But uh, I don't know why they did that. Yeah, the world is not enough. The world is not enough. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Maybe because the that movie, no, that was in her magic. When he got married, it was in her Majesty's service. Was that it? I think so. It was the very end when, or all the time in the world. Remember that? Yeah. We also watched a good, a cute document, not cute, a good documentary of the sound of 007 and the music behind it and the making of it and how they picked the artists, how the sound was created, you know, the iconic James Bond sound. It was a, it was like an 89 minute documentary. It was yeah, good. Yeah, that was good. It was I, fascinating. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. That was on uh, Prime Video, maybe? Maybe I Netflix. Think it was on Prime. Prime, okay. Yeah, it was on Prime. Because remember, we had oh, the yes. captions that we yeah. couldn't get rid of. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that was pretty good. I enjoyed that. That mm-hmm. uh, uh, made me remember really actually the, the songs that I like the most. And then one of the ones that I like the most, I now don't particularly, it's not my favorite, none of my favorites anymore. Because, because of what the, the, oh, yeah. The, the guy who was doing the score and the writing and, all that said, I was yeah, like, I know. you know, I'm going to have to stick with live and let die now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah. And I didn't know Shirley Bassey was uh, saying a lot of them. Yeah. She said several of them. They were talking about Diamonds Are Forever, which I, you know, always liked it because it was a powerful song, I thought. And the way, of course, the way she sang it made it very powerful and all that stuff. But then... He described he how said, they were coming up with the now, what lyrics. What you need to do is is make it like diamonds are male genitals, <laughs> and, the male sex organs. Yes, and you know now it's like you now start looking at the list of the lyrics. Of diamonds are forever. Hold up, hold one up, and caress it. <laughs> Touch it, stroke it, undress and it. undress it. It's like, yeah, it won't be listening. Won't, that'll never hold the same meaning anymore. So, <laughs> And now it has a different meaning to yeah. me, the diamonds do. Yeah. No wonder women like diamonds. I think they call them the family jewels. <laughs> huh? There you go. Yes, yeah, exactly right. There you go. So anyway, I, you know, if Diamonds Are Forever comes on in my car, I won't be singing it anymore. <laughs> As if I ever sang it before, but yeah, I'm just saying, right? You know, it'll be one of those. Uh, okay, that's we've yeah. got. Let, let me see what else is on the radio. We've got one more Piers Brosnan as James Bond, and then we get into the Daniel Craig era. Yeah. Now, I liked the way they described the music in 
the first Daniel Craig James Bond movie because, you know, the iconic, you know, that they they kind of teased you all throughout the movie with it, but they didn't actually play it until like the very end because they said they wanted... They wanted the audience to feel like they're making Daniel Craig earn the James Bond title. And he because because he never said the iconic one liners either, like Martini shaking, not stirred. He would say I would like a martini. And the guy and the way the bartender said, how do you like it? He said, how do you, does it look like I give a damn? Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. And there was another thing, too. I forgot. That they talked about. But anyway, and then at the very end, it all came together. And it was like, yes, that's James Bond is back. Yeah. So I hear James Bond dies in the latest one. but Well, that's kind of what they were leading it towards. when I, And that's what I was going to ask, but I wasn't going to ask it. But that's what kind of. That's what it kind of sounded yeah, like. Yeah, and me. if I don't want that to happen, were people no. pissed off at that when that happened? I don't know. I don't know. I don't like it though. The last one made was called "No Time to Die." Yeah, that's the one. Mm-hmm. That's the one. We'll have to. I'll have to Google search it and see yeah. what happens. All right. Anyway, I'm let's sure come. They're up. not going to tell us on this thing. All right. Question of the day: Who's going to win the Super Bowl? That's a good question. You don't know. You're going to give an answer. I'm going to pull, like I said, for San Francisco. Yeah, I'm pulling for San Francisco too. Yeah, it's like I like I said before. It's because I want to see the. I, I'm not pulling against. You know, my, oh, I'm, 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 I am. <laughs> uh, what's her name? And I am. Travis Kelsey and whoever the blonde singer is. What's her name? Taylor. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I'm not pulling for them because I, I don't really. I, I don't. I don't. Unless I really dislike something, I don't pull against people. I dislike her. But I'm pulling for Brock Purdy because he's Mr. Irrelevant, number one. And like I said, I've always liked Debo Samuel, the the all-purpose player for Kansas, or for San Francisco. So I said at the beginning of the playoffs when you know a few of the teams that I do like to follow in the NFL weren't there anymore, I said, you know, well, that'll be the team I pull for, so. There you go. All right. I also put on on my X file fifty eight people to watch that are that are important or relevant or interesting to be on the lookout for surrounding the Super Bowl. That's out on my X file. It looks like it's just all the players. <laughs> they sort of name the people. I'm like I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. So <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway, I said anyway. Anyways. So there you have it. Who do you want to win? Who are you pulling for in the Super Bowl 58? All right. Got to go. And I'll end it today with, and probably the only day, go Niners. Okay. All right. I just feel like I can't end it without you saying go dogs. Go dogs. There you go. My name is Carol, and these are my remarks with the gent. What's that? Who pays your salary? What's that? We're not a democracy!